Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hour one of Fantasy Sports today is in the books, and uh, we are just getting going here. Scott Bogman and I are going to uh, go through your waiver wire Wednesday. We're going to take you through the buy lows, the sell highs, and everything in between. Plus, we've got a special guest, so get ready. FST is coming at you hour two right now. Fantasy Sports Today. Welcome back, everybody. Fantasy Sports Today. Joe Pizapia, Scott Bogman, taking a breather real quick. And in the meantime, I want to introduce everybody to the guy who's going to take my job and Scott's job and Mish's job in about, I don't know, 15 years. I caught this kid on the Twitter machine, and uh, he's the host of the Prodigy podcast. He does these YouTube videos. He does all this sports stuff, and he's only 10 years old. I want to welcome to the show Danny Dion of New York, who uh, basically is just laying out all the knowledge at just 10 years old. Danny, welcome to the program, my friend. Thank you for having me, Joe. Well, <laughs> well, I'm glad that you took time out of your busy schedule between school and everything else to chat with me. So tell me, how did you end up deciding, I want to do a podcast where you just fed up of people shouting nonsense like me, or you said, hey, I'm, I'm just as smart as these guys. What made you want to do a podcast and a YouTube show and all the stuff you're doing covering sports? Well, first of all, sports is my passion. I love watching games and I enjoy playing with my friends and teammates. Second of all, I really enjoy being creative, and I love to write. I enjoy the whole process from start to finish. It's funny. A podcast never feels like homework. It's just something I enjoy doing. And lastly, Joe, I'm a big fan. Your Black Book has helped through the last two years to achieve Spanish and glory. So first of all, I want to thank you. And second, I want to give back to my audience. That's really what drives me. If I can help someone in my audience succeed, that's a wonderful feeling. And that's why I, can, that's why I started the podcast. Well, I think it's terrific, man. I think I think it's great. And I think it's I think you hit the nail on the head. I think what comes through when I caught it and I know your dad had tweeted at me and said, hey, you know, give this a look. And I did. And I retweeted it gladly because your content is good. You're very professional. Let me tell you, you sound better than a lot of other yahoos I see on the Internet trying to be fantasy football experts or baseball experts. So, you know, just from the heart, tell me a second. Like, is this something like with your dad that you guys kind of bonded over? Definitely. Yeah. And is it like, is it something like you guys get together every week and kind of plan out the show together? Or is this, are you the leader and saying, dad, this is what's going down this week. How does this work at the home? Well, usually we jot down questions together and then I usually, and then my dad helps me revise them. And then I'll have the final saying on what I like and what I don't like. All right. And how is it going for you so far? Do you feel like you're getting progress? I see you, you hit 500 Twitter followers already. So you've been doing this for how long now? Is this the first year you've been doing it? I've been doing it like since since like midsummer. So early still, and you're already like ahead of the game. This is great. So here's a question for you: What do you love more? You love the baseball content, the football content, or are they equal for you? I probably gotta go with the football content. 
it's kind of more exciting for me. No, I'm probably I, just saying football now. I'm probably <laughs> just saying football now because it's in the middle of the NFL. And then in the middle of the MLB season, I'll probably be saying MLB. That's just right. Yeah, I mean, well, that sounds like uh, that sounds like the rest of us. That's usually what we sound like. We're very excited when we get a fresh new season, and by the end of it, we're frustrated with certain things, and we just can't wait to turn the page <laughs> to something else, right? So uh, let's talk about your Yankees for a second. I know you're a big Yankee fan. Uh, I know they got the sweep of the Twins. I don't know what the heck Rocco Baldelli thought he was thinking about throwing that kid in Yankee Stadium down a game already. I already ranted and raved about that yesterday, and I'm sure I'm going to have more feelings about it later. But look, a sweep is a sweep, so now – there's a good chance it's probably going to be the Astros you meet next. How do you feel about your chances there? Bring it on, bro. Bring it on. <laughs> oh, he's talking smack. I love it. Oh, my goodness. I'm confident. All right. Why are you so confident? Aren't you a little worried about Verlander and Cole or no? Because you're savages. You're savage. What? You're savages? Oh, look, I'll give the Yankees this. They, they, Gleyber Torres stepped up in a huge vacuum this summer when uh, Stanton was out and Judge was out, both of them, and Torres absolutely put them on his back. He's been terrific. But honestly, now, now, not as a fan. See, this is where this is the next level stuff, Danny. Okay. This is the stuff you're going to have to learn here. So I'm going to challenge you because I think you're up for the task from everything I've seen. Are you ready to put the fandom away and be honest about the Yankees for a second here? Do you really believe in your heart and how many games? Do you think the Yankees are going to beat the Astros? Or do you think that pitching is really just too much when all is said and done? As an analyst now, not as Danny Dion, the Yankee fan, as Danny Dion, the fantasy analyst. To be honest with you, probably in six. Who? And then Yankees or Astros? Yankees, because Paxson's going to get a double Most people will get a double start. And then if you look at Greggy, he's been struggling this postseason. So I really like the Yankees' odds. All right, so you're targeting and Zach Greggy. Well, I can't argue with that. All right, let's transition, talk a little football here before we let you go. So every week you do what? You do the podcast every week and you write an article. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. And uh, let me, let me, let's dive into that. And let's say, what are your uh, picks this week at wide receiver? Who you like uh, in terms of matchups that you're really looking to, to have a big week in week six? I mean, obviously it's D-Hop. He has the best hands in the game, period. Teams will think twice about double coveraging after Will, Fill- Will Fuller's last week that was just amazing. And then the game flow against the Chiefs, it'll most likely be another high-scoring game with the Texans. Another I person I right. got, another person I got, I got Tyler Boyd against the Ravens. Baltimore secondaries in shambles. They get burned in the slot, which is where Tyler Boyd thrives. Great discount play on FanDuel. Volume. He's consistently receiving over 10 targets per game. And then Ross remains out with an injury. Next up, I like Adam Thielen. Kirk Cousins will continue to force feed his most trusted receiver. Still not buying Eagles secondary. Amazing. And the, preseason, the preseason hype of this person has lived up. It's Chris Godwin. I mean, the preseason hype was real. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm at the forefront. In all fairness, Danny, I'm at the forefront of the Chris Godwin hype train. So I, I've been driving that train for quite some time. So go ahead. Tell us about Chris Godwin. He is thriving in Bruce Arians' pass-happy offense. That's really all i got to say. <laughs> and then I love scoring, it. And scoring too many touchdowns to count. And then my, my sleepers for this week are Robbie Anderson and Preston Williams. Oh, Robbie okay. Anderson is a talented playmaker who hasn't had a quarterback able to set him up with the rock. The changes this week with the return of Sam Darnold. Injuries in the Dallas secondary is pretty much taking them over. With Aaron Jones thriving against them last week. Then I like Preston Williams, target galore, getting all the targets in Miami. And then he's a plus matchup against the Redskins. 
and it's all I got for receivers. I love it. It's perfect. All right. I love it. You bring the swag, you bring the, the knowledge, you bring it all. Tell everybody where they can follow the show on Twitter and check it out and read the articles. Tell them real quick. You can follow me on Twitter at DannyDion5 or search in the Prodigy Podcast. On YouTube, on YouTube, type in David Dion and you'll see it. We still haven't really set up a YouTube channel yet. Well, you got to get on that. Every kid's got a YouTube channel, yeah. I feel like, nowadays, brother. Well, listen, man, keep up the yeah. good work. I'm telling you, you're on to something. You, you got good passion for what's going on, and you remind me a whole lot of me when I was your age. And I didn't have the internet, so I was just basically talking into a mirror pretending to be Vince Scully. So, I mean, it's come a long way. I ended up looking more like Joe Garagiola when all is said and done. I know you're not going to get that reference, kid, but someday you will, and you'll laugh. But anyway, he's Danny Dion. Go check him out on the Prodigy Podcast. And I'm telling you, fantasy football, baseball prodigy, this guy's doing the content, doing the videos, doing the podcast, doing everything, writing the articles. And he's just 10 years old because he loves it. Danny, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to hit a break. We come back. Scott Bogman's back, and it's time to buy low and sell high. You're listening to FST. We'll be right back after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. back everybody it's me and scott bogman here fantasy sports today right here on fntsy radio want to remind everybody when we're done today make sure you check out full-time fantasy with dr roto and adam ronis breaking down all the news and uh, latest from the world of fantasy football and more right here on the channel so stick around you can always listen on demand as well with the free fntsy radio app who doesn't love that everybody loves apps right bogman right i love all the apps what's your favorite app are you a potato chicken guy? fingers your chicken fingers, not wings, eh? Chicken, chicken fingers. Well, I, I like it. Depends. Uh, there's a lot of good apps. I I like the uh, I like um, wings. I, I kind of there's this there's a local place out here that has this stuff called Golden Wings. They're kind of like a they're spicy and sweet at the same time. I like those a lot. Um, but you can't go wrong with like a pretzel. You know, pretzels always solid. Yeah, I, you know what? I like the the fresh baked bar pretzel kind of thing. With yeah, the, with the, the cheese. Yeah. yeah, I like the different dipping yeah. sauce. That's what the world yeah. needs more. More options of dipping sauces. And they also need more buy low and sell high candidates. So here's five of each for you. And we'll break them down and give you the guys and in our input here of the reasoning behind it. And uh, I'm going to still stick with this. He's been number one on my buy low board. And this is it. I feel like this is your last chance because I think it might have even gotten lower than last week. Okay? So I'm going to throw it out there one more time. Le'Veon Bell. It is time to go get Le'Veon Bell. Darnold is getting inches closer. Yes, I know the next couple weeks the schedule isn't great. But after that, it gets so damn good. You got the Dolphins twice. You got the Redskins. You got the Giants. You got so many great Le'Veon Bell opportunities and a more capable quarterback. And Adam Gase coaching for his job because he's a giant numbnut. So tell me, <laughs> are you with me in buying low here on Le'Veon Bell? Because I think we're at rock bottom. I thought it was not really. 
I'm just no. not. He's a volume play, but I tell you what Le'Veon Bell is. Le'Veon okay. Bell is the uh, sampler app where you get a little bit of everything. I love think, the sampler app. You think you think this is going to be great, and you get it, and you're like, I wish I just had the mozzarella sticks because they no. were the best part of the app. That That's no, exactly what you wish, is you wish you had the one thing. Instead, you got you know what I smattering wish? of everything. I wish I hadn't ordered that because now I'm too full to eat the actual meal that comes. That's, that's, <laughs> my, that's my biggest regret about that. All right, number two, DeAndre Hopkins. So this is another dude where we keep waiting and waiting, and I uh, I throw my hands up. I thought it was going to be this past week against the Falcons. Turns out Will Fuller is the only guy that can get you up balls. When Will he, Fuller had a month worth of production. In he did. Game, he so. did. But look, it's there's no reason to think Hopkins isn't healthy, right? I don't. I mean, no, no more injured than anybody else at this point in the season, right? So. I mean, at a certain point, isn't it just a matter of the odds being in his favor if they if can get win, not if absolutely right. 100%. So you got to go get Hopkins now, too. He's the nachos uh, of the apps. So it's like maybe you'll have a bad one every once in a while, but even bad nachos are usually pretty good. So I thought you were going he's go. the nachos because they start off. They're good, but then you, you know, they repeat on you. So it's like you have him a second time in the second half. He's going to, you're going to come back and remind you. <laughs> That's Julio. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Hopkins oh. is like the nachos that you get at the place you actually like. I, I can't wait like, to okay. see what the app analogy for this next guy is because number three on my list is Mike Evans. It's time to buy low on Mike Evans. I know he had a goose egg, but he had Marshawn Lattimore all up in his Kool-Aid this past weekend. And he's got two games against the Falcons still coming up on the schedule later on. Now, I know one of them is Week 17, but if you're one of those idiots who plays Week 17, how perfect. But still, Mike Evans is going to have better games. The first two games, you write him off. Then he had that monstrous game. Then he got shut down by Lattimore. I'm sure his owners just want to throw things at televisions and computers out windows. But come on, right? Mike Evans, you got to buy here, right? He's mozzarella sticks. There's no way to go wrong. And last week, the waitress forgot to bring him. That's or all. or didn't bring you the or the marinara sauce is bad. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They bring you the bad marinara sauce. Like, oh God, this is that's what it's been so far. It's been mozzarella sticks with the bad marinara. So you send that right. back and you pivot to something else, more dipping. Exactly. Sauce. All right, the next guy. Now I'm gonna throw this out here. This is uh, this is like on the bubble. Would you buy low on Austin Eckler? And hear me out. He's he, Gordon's back. They seem still committed to Eckler being part of the passing game, but also is there a small potential where Gordon isn't on this team in a couple of weeks? Just throwing this out there. I'm with that. Yeah, absolutely. And if we're comparing him to apps, he's a blooming onion where sometimes like, it's really, really good. Like you're like, man, this was a great decision. A lot of the times you're like, mm, this was a bad decision. This is too much to eat before I have my steak at Outback Steakhouse. I don't know why I ordered this blooming onion, you know. Um, but I, I, I like I like Eckler, and yeah, he's still gonna have a role regardless of what Melvin Gordon does. And Melvin Gordon looked terrible week one, and this dude got uh, eight million targets. So I'm I'm still on the Eckler train. And if somebody wants to get rid of him because I think Gordon's gonna go crazy, he's never been a super high volume Le'Veon Bell type of play anyway. Well, that's what I mean. I think it's I think there's a lot of people looking now to get out from under Eckler because of panic. So maybe you could, hey, just keep being good for a couple of weeks and get you in the playoffs. Right. That's all you want. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe by the end of the blooming on you go, you know what? I'm really happy with this decision. Maybe halfway through you're having indigestion, but afterwards you work through it. And next thing you know, you killed it. You, you crushed the whole onion. All right. Last one. Odell Beckham Jr. 
it's got to get better. I mean, Baker Mayfield was such an embarrassment. They actually said that if his, if he had just spiked the ball every time he hiked it, he would have had a higher QB rating than actually <laughs> the game he played. This is not this is not a fallacy. This is truth. This is real math. So, <laughs> so Odell Beckham, are you buying uh buying low on him? Odell Beckham is stuffed mushrooms. Everybody Ugh. else likes him, and I don't. Ah, yeah, I don't like him either. Screw that. That's a terrible <laughs> one. All right. Sell high. Okay, here's a question for you. Aaron Jones just had the game of uh, the season, right? Would you sell him off this? Would you turn this into like another piece for Ezekiel Elliott or buy Saquon Barkley off this? Like, I don't know if you can, but stranger things have happened. So tell me, is this the perfect time to sell Aaron Jones and get somebody to overpay? Yeah, if I could get Saquon, I would. I think I'd do that in a heartbeat. You know, um, uh, Saquon, even if he misses this game and the next game, I think it's still worth a buy because Jamal Williams, uh, I think people forget. Yes, Jamal Williams got got hurt bad. You know, Derek yes, Barnett la- laid, laid the wood on him and stuff. But the thing that we, we forget is Jamal Williams was in on the very first play of the Packers possession. So it's like they want to run him more. Uh, or they did at least until Aaron Jones had this huge game and Jamal Williams got banged up. So I think this is a good time to sell Jones. And but it's just tough to know what's appropriate to buy because you have to buy something really high. You can't sell him for two pieces. No. You would know? you take if you get Hopkins from him? Would you? Would you do that? Oh, that's like a really good one. Yeah, I think I would. All right, I kind of would too, but it's tough. All right, this one's gonna break our hearts because you and I are on the same team here, but. Two weeks back to back of two touchdowns. Is this the time to sell from Gurley? Because now he's just completely touchdown dependent, or or what? No, no, I'm I'm keeping Gurley. I don't want to trade him. He's fine. All right. Uh, what in about Dan? He probably should have been in that first round discussion that we had earlier. Really? You so. want to put him in? Oh, really? You think of the first? Oh, see, I can't get there with him. Not, yeah. not, so not on the volume. I know he's getting the touchdowns now, which is great. Getting the touchdowns. And the Rams have a great offense, and their defense isn't nearly as good as it was last year. So they're going to have to score more. So I'm I'm all about Todd Gurley. All right. How about Daniel Jones, number three? Is he a good sell high right now? Before what, are you gonna, well, what are people giving you for Daniel Jones? Well, like, I like this. Would you would you take Andy Dalton for him? No, I no, I don't want Andy Dalton for anything. Well, here's the thing. I have Devlin Hodges. (laughs) Well, people, I think, are looking at Jones saying, well, we can get this back and this back and all this stuff back. But, you know, sometimes it takes a couple of weeks. The schedule isn't real favorable (laughs) You know, in some of those. I don't know. Like, I think there's a lot of hype where I think people are buying into that huge first game. And now you're just kind of wondering. And I, I I owned him for that first game. So I'm. Looking to shop him right now. So, all right, Will Fuller. What about him off this huge game? Is this the yes. time to sell Will Fuller? Yes, this is the best one on the list. It, it's you know, if you can move Will Fuller and get something great back, you know, maybe him plus something else, and you can go get Hopkins because he's a sell low. Or if you could flip him straight up for people that are worried about OBJ, something like that, I would do that because Will Fuller, uh, you know, like we talked about with Cook and Leonard Fournette, has an extensive injury history. And um, he's constantly playing banged up or he misses a game because he is uh, hurt and can't play. So I- I'm absolutely on the sell Will Fuller if I can get something good back for him. All right. Last one. Bridgewater off the big game. Go. Yeah. I mean, if you can sell him, great. I don't know who's going to buy him, though, because Drew Brees is going to be back as soon as he possibly can. So yeah. sell him if well, you can. Well, going to buy him. You can. 
Yeah. We got bye weeks and we got quarterbacks missing, especially in Superflex. So somebody's going to take a shot on Bridgewater, I think, and take a shot on us because when we come back, it's Waiver Wire Wednesday. We're going to talk about some of the hot names that you want to pick off that waiver wire, throw into your lineups. Plus, I want to talk to Mr. Steeler about the latest Ben Roethlisberger controversy. Stick around for Fantasy Sports Today. Coming right back at you after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, welcome back, everybody. Fantasy Sports Today, Joe Pizapia, Scott Bogman, taking you through Waiver Wire Wednesday. And uh, look, last week wasn't real good for Waiver Wire. I think this week is even worse. So I tried my best to come up with some names that are important. <laughs> and <laughs> look, I'm going to be honest with you. It was a wild couple weeks on the Waiver Wire. And I feel like everyone's just worn out. Like, you have Waiver Wire fatigue because of all the injuries in the first month. You know, I don't think I have waiver wire fatigue. I just have there's nobody on the wire fatigue. So like you said, I'm looking at this list. It's pathetic. This this list is bad. I know, but I, it's a segment and we got to do it at least for the next couple of weeks when things are still relevant. So let's let's try to soldier through. All right. Chase Edmonds. Now, obviously, the, the back injury is kind of an issue here for David Johnson. We'll see as the week goes on. But is it time to be a little proactive and not reactive? Add this guy in the cheap now, just in case. Maybe this back injury is a little bit worse. So what do you think about Chase Edmonds and throwing some fab on him? You know, it's 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 a good idea. And I think it's a good idea, especially if you're the David Johnson owner. Because if you're the David Johnson owner, not everyone is going to have this thought process that, that Joe has said here. You know, look, he's got the back injury. Because Edmonds, you know, even if David Johnson is out and not playing, Edmonds ain't David Johnson. He's he's fine. He's a good back, but he's not David Johnson. So, um, but I think it's a good move, especially if you are the DJ owner, to just get a little bit of insurance. You know, I guess if you have if you're in a shorter league, if you're in a ten man league with not great benches, then you probably have better options than Chase Edmonds anyway for when DJ goes down. But if you're in your standard twelve man with a decent sized bench, six you know, players, something like that. I think I would try to scoop them up just in case. I think that's that's a good one if you're the DJ owner. I, I really look. It's the bottom of the barrel here, okay? Randall Cobb, is it worth picking him up at this point because of the matchup against the Jets? I mean, not really. I I, so I, and, and I was a Randall Cobb guy, but... I know, that's know. why I threw him on here. Now look. Now look yeah. what I got myself into. Yeah, I think Michael uh, Gallup... I almost called him Michael Cobb. Michael Gallup <laughs> is... Uh, is the number two there and he's kind of proven that coming back off the entry and getting a ton of targets but it's i mean it's been the amari cooper show in dallas and yeah. amari cooper's been fantastic so there's just not that much to go around and i like i think this week it might be better to pick up tony pollard you know because well, tony yeah. pollard could be running downhill at the end of the game against the jets the jets they're getting darnold back but they're terrible they're really not good on offense no, no, they are not. That's for sure. All right. Now, look, bye weeks, injuries, all these things. Quarterback is a mess right now in Superflex. So 
I, I think it's going to be Colt McCoy with the Dolphins so far. <laughs> we'll see. Who what the happens. hell? What are they doing? I don't know. What are well, they doing I, in DC? I, I don't know. They don't know. I don't know. All I know is I told you last week after that Jay Groot, when he pulled Case Keenum, that was it. That was it. He was done. He had officially jumped the shark and he had lost his mind <laughs> and he was not going to be long for. The, and then the next week he was fired. The next week he was fired. So, so and it's funny because I was watching you. <laughs> Sunday night. I'm, I'm watching the wrap up on NFL Network with Dion and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, John uh, Jay on, Gruden. <laughs> Jay Gruden had done the, uh, you know, as long as the key card works, I'll be coming in. Oh, I saw work. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And then Dion's like the uh, Chris Rose asked Dion, like, is the key going to work? And he goes, key's going to work tomorrow. It ain't going to work after week eight, but it's going to work tomorrow. And then at 5 a.m., they fired Jay Gruden and then called <laughs> him in for a meeting at 5 a.m. If I'm not going into a meeting where I'm going to get canned at 5 a.m., you know, Agreed. what? Agreed. I get it. Just send me my stuff. I, yeah. I, I don't I don't need to go in. Screw you. 5 a.m. That's insane. Yeah. No one should be called in 5 a.m. Although these guys are probably there at three, right? Yeah, I mean, head coaches are all no there. Lives. Anyway. Yeah, they have no lives. Bruce Arians, he's like, nope, I'm going to have a life and I'm going to go home at eight o'clock and I'll be eight and eight. <laughs> 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 I'll, just, I'll just call my players soft. So. All right. So, well, okay. If it works, uh, <laughs> Colt McCoy, is this a, a, I know desperate times call for de- desperate measures, but is the Dolphins, can Colt McCoy get you 10 fantasy points as a second quarterback this week? Yeah. You know, and it's funny because I brought up, I brought this up to the Welsh on the ITL podcast and I was like, Hey, look, look, you know, I know he looked terrible, but they played the Patriots and this week they played the dolphins. So, um, he's like, well, can I retort? And I said, yeah. And he said, Colt McCoy. And I said, well, that's not nice. (laughs) It may, it may be true, but it's not nice, but look, I'm a Texas fan. So Colt's my guy there. I don't know that I've ever seen a quarterback, uh, put in more terrible situations and, uh, make him try to succeed than I have seen Colt McCoy. You know, he started out with the Browns when they were the terrible, awful, no good, horrible Browns. Uh, and now they're just a terrible, no good Browns. But, um, it, you know, his first game, his first start was against Pittsburgh on the road. I, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering that right, it's a long time ago. Now it might've been in Cleveland, but um, you know, it, it just, they, he's never been set up to succeed. And I, I, I think that he could against Washington, but we don't even know if he's going to get the starting gig. I like right now you can't run to the waiver wire until you know, he's going to be playing for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I hear you. Uh, I'm with you. Crazy times in Washington. Crazy. I don't know who's going to want to take that job. Can we Bill Callahan's there now? I mean, God, that guy's been around forever. Bill the head Callahan. Coach. I know. I know. It's crazy. Absolutely madness. All right. Uh, what about you need a tight end? Do you want to stream Jason Witten off the waiver wire against the Jets? I do. I think I'm good with this. Yeah, uh, sure. that's fine. Uh, come on. We could do it. It'll I think fun. I'd rather have Gerald Everett. All right, well, let's talk about Gerald Everett, too, because there's a lot of people have been asking me, are, are you buying this after the game or, or not? No, Is this I'm, one- I'm not buying 130 yards or anything, but as a viable target, I think he kind of proved himself outside of, you know, he fumbled and then he had the one go right off of his beaters uh, at the end of the game. They got picked there. So that's not a good look. But um, I, I think I think he's better than a lot of people are giving him credit for. And uh, you know what? Um, O'Shaughnessy for Jacksonville. I know he got banged up, 
But well, he's out for the he, year now. Is he out for the year? I didn't see year. Or an ACL. I saw it yesterday. Out for the oh, year. Oh, so. God, that sucks. It does. So it would looks you like have... I'm going to be picking up Jay, Jason Witten in a bunch of leagues. <laughs> so here's a question for you. Jason Witten, rest of the season, or oh, Gerald Everett? Uh, Gerald Everett. And it's not good. Because Blake Jarwin still gets involved in Dallas. So, and Everett's the, uh, I mean, Higby gets involved too, but it's mainly Gerald Everett. So I just want, I just, my concern with Everett is there's just so many other mouths there. That's and, true. You know, not that the Cowboys don't have ones either, but I don't know. It's just, it's tough, man. That sucks hey, but, so much about O'Shaughnessy. It I does, yeah. See the tour. Yeah. yeah. Well, that happened. Oh. so much flying around so quickly. I think I want to say Monday morning. We it got scooped. Well, they up lost Oliver too. Like they yeah. put Oliver, mm-hmm. the rookie from uh, from San Jose State, on the the IR as well before the season started. So it's just it, you know, uh, it looked like the tight end was going to play big for them, and it just hasn't worked. So what about that Reggie Bonifant fella? You, you no. catching him up at all, just in no. case, or what? No, no, thank So, yesterday we reported about uh, Ben Watson being let go, and there was a lot of speculation. Everybody jumping on the up oh, here comes oh Rob Gronkowski thing. But break. I'm so sick uh, of that. Yesterday in the afternoon, it turns out Ian Rappaport reported that Rob Gronkowski is actually hired as an NFL analyst on Fox Sunday. So. Does that basically put a pin? I said yesterday he lost like 55 pounds. How is he going to gain all that back and get to playing weight in two weeks? He wouldn't be ready for the playoffs if he started training right now. So I don't know what the hell he is. Oh, is oh, is oh, come on. We got yes. the chant going, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing yesterday. Any come Patriots. on, come on. No, you're not. Of course, you're not. But, but I'm telling, I got this weird feeling like if they let go of Watson, is had a couple big catches, they were like, hey, you know what. Let's just roll with this guy. He's starting to get it. And we all know they pick these pieces and you go, who, what, where'd this guy come from? What was the the guy, the, the Gunnar Oshovsky or Oshesky, whatever his name is, the punt returner. <laughs> and he was from uh, Mandingo state. No, Bemidji state. He was from Bemidji state, which I did not even know was a college. That's, True story. Not, that's made up. That's go ahead. Go place. ahead. Gunnar or, or, or Lofsky. Go look right now. Bemidji state university. I'm not even <laughs> sure what state that is. There it is. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to Google it while I do the rest I'm of this. I'm not going to Google it. I it's believe a real you. Thing. No, you don't. I know. Yeah, I know you think I'm making it up. You I'm not going to go. I think you might be getting the name wrong, but but I, I know it's something weird. Gunnar Roshevsky, yeah. right? Gunnar Roshevsky, the, the punt returner. Anyway. You called him Oshevsky. You've called him Olsovsky. Like Orlovsky. I, the, the Orlov, Dan Orlovsky. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I, I got confused with Orlovsky for a second there. It was because we were talking about Gronkowski, and then I got all screwed up there. Then Gostowski got hurt. <laughs> All Too many Polish dudes. guys. I don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Yet they still win. So how do you account for that? Right. How do you account for that? All right. Some more news to get to you. Also, Cam Newton arrived uh, without a walking boot. Now, I don't know what other kind of boots what, he was what, wearing. Did he have a scarf? I don't know. I don't know if he was wearing his high heel boots. He was wearing the uh, the big black boots that go all the way up, whatever it was. But <laughs> uh, the good news is, as you mentioned before, uh, earlier as well, Sam Darnold going to be starting week six against the Cowboys. That's uh, that's good. For the Jets, but uh, still, they got a long, long road ahead of them. And uh, Jalen Samuels will be out for at least a month following a knee scope on Monday. So, so Fire much for those James Connors. Let's go. <laughs> what is this? Is this where Benny That's Snell- the end of the Wildcat? Damn it. <laughs> well, that was quick. Is, uh, is it Benny Snell time, though? Yeah, I mean, it could be. Benny hey. Snell's going to get involved. He ain't going to be running any wildcat, I tell you that. Uh, it no. looks like, uh, I'm I'm not sure yet, but maybe the Duck Hunter. Did you see that Devlin Hodges is like the, I can't remember what state he's from. Bemidji? Connecticut or something. He, he's from <laughs> Bemidji. 
No, but he, he was the duck call champion of the state. I think, no, like I did 2016 or 17. Where is Samford? I, I don't know. <laughs> again, again, I, you know, on Black Book on Monday, I know you weren't there, but I said this is the guy that when you have a Madden game and, you know, like it turns over for the next season and like new guys come in from college that you could draft, I feel like that's him. Devlin Hodges just sounds like one of these guys. And he went to Samford, which doesn't sound like a real school. So Alabama. Like, my apologies to everyone listening who went to either Samford or Bemidji State. And all both of you. If both of you, please tweet at me at Joe Pisa Pisa 17 if you're listening. And I'd love to have you on the show and you could tell me more about those wonderful, wonderful institutions of higher learning. In the meantime, we're going to get some higher learning as well because Bogman and I are going to take a look at some of our biggest regrets of the first third of the NFL season in terms of fantasy and some things that we've hit on that were that are saved some of our teams and some things that we're looking forward to the rest of the season to hopefully work out. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. Joe and Scotty B will be right back after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus up to $500. Here's how it works. Number one, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Number two, make a deposit. Number three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, NJ only, eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today, Joe Pizapia, Scott Bogman. We'll uh, continue on here. Before we get into the whole biggest uh, regrets situation here and uh, the things that we've gotten right and wrong and all the other stuff in between, how do you feel about this whole Ben Roethlisberger fine? They fined him $5,000 because on one of his arms, he wore an Apple watch that apparently his wife put on him because he couldn't move his arm. Now, I'm wondering, <laughs> was he the guy with the other arm from Arizona who had his hand up the uh, the claw machine? But anyway, we all know. Have you seen his gigantic cast? It's, you know, yeah, it's, it's as big and dumb as he is. Right? <laughs> and this is from a Steelers fan, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he's Mr. Steeler, right? This guy won't do a show if there's a Steeler game on with me. So uh, no. <laughs> no, no, it's amazing. So it's kind of I get the principle well, of it. Joe. That's like the last thing, like unless my mom is dying. I'm not doing anything during the Steelers. Game. That's fair. That's, what about this year? I, I'm look, I, I'm more willing to like communicate and text and stuff during the game this year because they're so bad, but uh, I'm still not going to miss it. That ain't going to happen. Here, hot take for you before you get into the Roethlisberger thing. I want to see if you, I want to float this image by you and see what you think of it. Mike, two images, right? Two images. Here we go. Mike Tomlin, head coach of the New York Jets. Well, uh, head coach of the Washington Redskins. Oh, why would he want to go there? With, with I don't know that he would want to go there, but I think Daniel Snyder might 
back up a Brinks truck filled with cash <laughs> if the Steelers. Yeah, but we all know the, the end of that story because it always ends the same for everyone in Washington. But what about the Jets? You got a quarterback. Doesn't there, matter. Yeah. He hasn't been. He hasn't been in Pittsburgh. They required thirty years that a head coach is required to be there, so I'm, he's not getting uh, fired anyway. I don't think he's. Happen. I don't think he's getting fired. I think he's leaving. You think he's I, leaving? I might just feel like you know what. I'm out. Just be done. Just walk I away. I just don't think I don't think that's how funny would that be if he walks where Le'Veon Bell is. All right, one more image I want to throw in your head. Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? If he wants to leave and go to the Cowboys and think he's gonna have more success, then go. I I don't care. Like I I I love Mike Tomlin. I think he's a good head coach. Uh, I do think that maybe his same rhetoric has worn a little thin. You know, this is a guy that he lives too much on cliches and quotes, and it drives me crazy because we're not going to live in our fears, and then we kick the ball in overtime because we're down <laughs> right, yeah. string we're not living our fears you know? unless it's my offense, in which case I'm terrified. I, but I the terrified. move worked, you know. I mean, they they stopped Baltimore on three and out, and uh, but Juju fumbled at the end, and they kicked the field goal. I mean, you know, Justin Tucker's and myths and anything within sixty. So yeah, you know uh, what? I'm telling you, this is everybody should just go out there and just start kicking football. Just every <laughs> you, you've got a kid, boy, girl. I said it yesterday. I said it on Blackbook. I'm saying it everywhere. Go you got to be better than Cairo Santos, right? I mean, come <laughs> I mean, on. But look, think about the longevity. No one's allowed to touch you. First of all, you know, if they do, it's oh my god, all the flags come out. It's like you, my normal life, right? No one's allowed to touch you, and you miss a lot, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. And you let everyone down. No, I, <laughs> I love you. Don't let him. You spent all this extra time with me today. You never let me down, and that's why I wanted to do this. Because and and vice versa. When when Welsh yeah. was out, and you needed somebody who was there. This idiot right, right here. Right. So, all right. Well, speaking of idiots, let's talk about all the things we got wrong here in the uh, first third of the season. Because look, that's where we are. We're basically a third of the way through the fantasy season. So, uh, look, I don't want to say I got Todd Gurley wrong, but I certainly didn't get it as right. So, I will absolutely take the heat on that one as my number one thing, because I thought he was going I don't to think it's going to be as wrong as you think it is right now. By the end of the season, well, I giving myself a grade based on right now. And right okay. now my fortitude for him, I think has exceeded the, the productivity. So I definitely, I I'm going to put that as a wrong for me right now. Uh, I, I was also wrong about Kirk cousins. I thought he would be a perfectly good second quarterback. And up until the giants game, he hasn't been, uh, I thought there was a lot of people worrying for no reason in the preseason about how bad he was. Turns out there's a lot of reason to worry. So those are two big ones for me. Uh, I'm sure I'll have some other ones, but what comes to mind first for you, Bogman, of things you got Just wrong? So far? Having no Chris Godwin. I don't have one share of Chris Godwin I anywhere. I have them all. Yeah. So yeah, many. I don't I have Godwin. I don't have Cooper Cup. I have Godwin um, and Sutton on, I would say, either a Two of the three or all three on probably 75% of my rosters. This I've year. got Sutton all over the place. Uh, you know that, though. Yeah. And you have got Lockett. The same play. That's why you and I you and I could own a team together and draft all the time, and I think we would we would rarely fight. Whereas yeah, Welsh, yeah. I would fight all the time, I feel like. Right, right, same. <laughs> yeah, that's why people are like, hey, do you want to uh, – you and Welsh want to own a team together? I'm like, just give it to one of us. I don't want to do that dance. Yeah, so. I'll take the heat on David Montgomery, too. I was a big David Montgomery guy. Him and I don't Josh think it's Jacobs. over with for him. It's not. It not hasn't over, looked great, but, but I got to grade it right now. And right now, it's a C minus, and that's not yeah. good enough. Yeah, exactly. And Josh Jacobs is probably a C plus B minus at best. Right. 
And, yeah. and I, I, to be honest, I think the, the wide receiver I might've missed the most on, uh, because I don't know that I wrote too glowingly about him in, in the black book was Terry McLaurin. I mean, Terry McLaurin oh, yeah. has, has been great. I didn't, I didn't bash him or anything. I just thought, you know, uh, I, you know, the, the nice thing about McLaurin was there's opportunity. And I did say that in the black book and, you know, uh, going there with his old teammate, Dwayne Haskins from Ohio state is a nice pairing, but I, I didn't expect him to be a lot this year. And my, my bet was on Trey Quinn. I mean, he's also, you know, a last round pick in, in leagues and stuff, but Trey Quinn hasn't been any, oh, I was so. on there with you, Trey Quinn. Yeah. I was on there with you. Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Calvin Ridley uh, was another guy. I was very high on Mike Williams. Another guy I was very high on has, See, well, Mike Williams, I feel like that grade is an incomplete because he just hasn't been on the field. You know, like it's, yeah. not, even, it's not there. And he was banged uh, up last week and he looked pretty good. He looked better yeah. than Keenan Allen. So, yeah, I got a ton of targets. He didn't catch them all. But then again, Philip Rivers was like dropping back and getting oh. smoked back there. Uh, I wish I had more Allen Robinson shares. Uh, I wish I had Allen Robinson. Yeah, I got zero shares of Allen Robinson this year. I just didn't want, I was in the Montgomery side and the Tree Cohen side. Wasn't so much of the Bears passing game, but. That's been spectacular. Allen Robinson and poor Allen Robinson. He's played with Chase Daniel, Mitchell Trubisky, Blake Bortles. I mean, does it get worse for this poor he's guy? He's the I mean, Colt McCoy of wide receivers, <laughs> but but he's had a fourteen hundred yard year, which is a difference. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and it hasn't been. He at least played with Bortles when before Bortles went full Bortles. You know what I mean? So he he's he played with him when he was good at least. So yeah. there's that. No, that's for sure. Well, look, I, I can tell you, I didn't have a lot of top four overall picks, but uh, luckily in a lot of the Superflex leagues, did get a lot of Patrick Mahomes. So I got that right. I went big or go home in the Superflex this year. So a lot of Mahomes, a lot of Watson, and a couple of Mahomes and Watson together where I just doubled up out of the gate. And uh, that's been better <laughs> over the last week or so because it's been one or the other. I haven't gotten both at the same time, but usually you get a big week from one of them. That's pretty much going to carry you. Uh, I was wrong about Russell Wilson. I could say that too. I thought he was a little overrated going into this year, but he's been brilliant. So I want to, you know, throw that one out there. He's uh, been cool. real good. I've got, I've got a ton of James Conner and, and I, you know, it hasn't been great so far. I, a lot of that's due to Ben's injury and, and, you know, him, uh, James Conner himself being banged up. He's had a groin thing and a, a foot injury already. So um, he's been banged up a little bit, but I do have him everywhere. Evan Ingram's a guy I wish I had more of. I have, I have, I think one, but he's been terrific. I know he's out this week, but still been terrific. OJ Howard, I've got some shares of. That's been a complete disaster. Uh, but the tight end no position, shares. I mean, I've got Mark Andrews all over the place. Yeah, so. I was gonna say that's the guy I wish I had more of. They were you and Mike Randall were the two guys that talked to me about Mark Andrews, and I should have really just bought in a little bit harder in some leagues because well, it was weird when they drafted him because they drafted Hayden Hurst first. Well, that he, was my big concern. I was like, well, why did they draft the other guy? If Andrews is better, I don't know. But Andrews is a pass catcher. Of I understand. Both. But like, I just didn't think that if this guy could contribute to the offense that like, I don't know. It just, I it's just, a perfect storm yeah. because they didn't have a great wide receiver option. Marquise Brown is a great option now, but he's banged up constantly. Uh, but they didn't have like Willie Sneed is their number one if it's not Marquise Brown. So yeah. there's just ample opportunity for him to succeed a lot like Terry McLaurin in Washington. So uh, sometimes it's just, you know, opportunity. And I've got um, after his big week against Pittsburgh, I went and picked up Will Disley. 
I know a lot of people thought, ah, it's kind of the, you know, they picked on the rookie Devin Bush, and that's why he got the two touchdowns. That's definitely one of them. But Will Disley, you know, if you remember him before he got hurt last year, uh, he was he was really good. He was really, really good. So, and I think that's how it's going to be with O'Shaughnessy possibly next year. Is O'Shaughnessy looked really good? People are going to forget him, and then if he comes yeah. back at the beginning of next season, looks good, and they'll uh, be out. We shouldn't be surprised. You know, right. we're going to have the Cooper Cup off the ACL. Nobody wanted to touch him except me, and mm-hmm. uh, I own all the shares. I'll tell you what: Cooper Cup, Godwin, and Sutton have saved a lot of my teams. Those are my three saviors. You got any? Uh, who are your like league saviors so far that are just absolutely crushing? Well, I've got a lot of Mark Andrews, like I said. I've got a lot of Leonard Fournette, Joe. How about Leonard Fournette? Oh, you do? Hey, I'm I'm basking in the glow of his greatness right now, without a I've, doubt. I've got uh, one share of Aaron Jones that's saving me in my guillotine league. It definitely did this year. Um, yeah, uh, I've got Todd Gurley, and, and I've got Philip Lindsay, and I've got Cortland Sutton on like every single team. I have lots and lots of Cortland Sutton. So um, that, that has been my, I, th- I think my biggest issue might be, you know, I didn't land right on quarterback in many spots, but I'm not doing horrible. Well, honestly, so I just picked Roethlisberger in so many spots. So I was going to say, I mean, if you're going to be, you can say that about any quarterback right now. <laughs> like if you, you know, <laughs> Baker Mayfield has been the disaster. I mean, Watson's been bad just because he can't stand still upright in the pocket uh golf has been up and down a little bit i mean I, I, really it's it's been Mahomes, even Mahomes. you, you know you remember when uh kyler murray went ahead of aaron, aaron Rodgers in the flex yeah mm-hmm. that, and to be honest that's working right now it's kind of working right now yeah i mean i talked to elliot about that the other day elliot chris at tqe uh he made that pick and i actually was just on the phone with him last week and we were talking about that. <laughs> like just you know was, hey sometimes you got to believe in your guy whatever it is i I still say he could have waited and probably gotten both of them if he took and ro- taken Rodgers. Andy Dalton has more points than Aaron Rodgers right now. That's why I said you take Andy Dalton for Marcus Mariota has Joe. more you points. Have to be, but I would take Andy Dalton rest of the season. I would. Oh, God. Dude, I, 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 look, I have a warped view on Andy Dalton because he's like he's like three and 12 against Pittsburgh. He's not good. So I see him at his absolute worst. And I saw him get sacked eight times on Monday night football against the Steelers. And I'm like, this guy can't get to one Mississippi. So how the hell is he ever going to get the ball out? He did against the Cardinals because the Cardinals defense is terrible. Uh, But the worst defense is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, You're you told me that a couple weeks ago and you're a thousand percent right. They they didn't sack Watson once. Nope. The second time it's ever happened in his career, and they only got one quarterback hit on him. Watching That's them tackle sad. is like watching my kids try to put their clothes away. Like, if I do the laundry, like, here, go put all your underwear and socks and your T-shirts away and stuff like that. And they, like, walk around the room and they're like, you know, you know that scene in Step Brothers when they're sleepwalking and they can't put anything in, like, they're putting things in the oven like, <laughs> like they're throwing coffee behind them. that's my kids trying to put laundry away and that's what the falcons look like trying to tackle people that's pretty much the same thing um all right real quick 30 seconds most important thing rest of the season what are you looking for from one point? uh I, i'm looking for some of these guys to get back on track i'm looking for the top end guys like connor um you know like Gurley to just get back on aaron Rodgers, guys that you spent high picks on to get back on track and it's a long season and i think they will i'm looking for melvin gordon clarity i want i want some clarity on this situation because right now it's getting muddy and it's getting muddier every single week so we're gonna hit a break when we come back we're gonna close things out here on fantasy sports today stick around or exit velocity as we close things out here right after this 
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Fantasy Sports Today. Real quick, I want to thank Bogman Sports here for uh, joining me on the show. Scott Bogman, obviously, you can follow him over on the Twitter machine, at Bogman Sports. Check out InThisLeague.com and join the ITL Army over on Patreon. Of course, check him out on the Black Book with me and the Welsh all the time and check him out right here on the FNTSY radio uh, as well. Bogman, when's that show? When can everybody find you? That's on Saturdays, and it's also available in the podcast edition. And that's three hours of Welsh and I, or more recently, it's been two hours of me and Welsh and one hour of me and Casey Bubba, our boy. Ah, I love me some Bubba. Also a team black book fella. He's coming on for baseball this year. You know that? Yep. Awesome. Another addition to the black book. That's right. And uh, we always end things the same way, not only with a little thanks, but also with a little exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Exit Velocity. Nice Velocity. Okay, Rocco Baldelli. I I know you felt really good about your season. You felt really good about your home field advantage, but this is the playoff, son. And as a Paisan talking to another Paisan, I want to let you know, Rocco, it was not a good look. You need to throw everything at the Yankees in game two. You already lost game one. You need a split. You're not going back to Minnesota and sweep in the Yankees after that. It's not happening. Why in God's name you're throwing out this kid who was an Uber driver back in March in game two of the division series? I don't know, but basically you handed the Yankees a W and I don't like that. As a Mets fan, it makes me mad. You handed it to them. Home field advantage, home runs, all that goes out the window. It's the playoffs, Rocco. Wake up. It's a new day. Yes, it is. All right. I want to thank again Bogman Sports for joining me. Obviously, Craig Mish will be back tomorrow. So you could check us out and uh, stick around because right now uh, it's full-time fantasy with uh, our boys, Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto, breaking down everything for you, all the news and notes and fantasy sports you need to know. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at JoePizzaPS17. Check out Craig Mish at Craig Mish. And of course, Scott Bogman at Bogman Sports. That'll do it for us. We'll see you next time, kids. Have a great day.